ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to the show. If you're here to learn character creation, you're in the wrong place because we're doing cat creation, which is character creation, but not the right way. It's with cats because this is how to make a literal cat in your favorite RPG, the podcast, where I am one of your hosts and my name is Joel Holland. And I am another one of your hosts. My name is Austin Irwin. Yes, it is. I think it's been a while since I double checked on that. Actually, is it still Austin Irwin? Um, tentatively, yeah. Cool. That's what it says on my driver's license. <laughs> That's what it says on my driver's license too. Joel, not Austin. But... Okay, that'd be a little weird. This whole time, you're just lying to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been Austin Irwin this entire time as well. Actually, it's about time you found out. Wow, that's incredible. What's it like having it really the coolest name? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> Anyways, now that we've suffered emotional damage, <laughs> Joel, what are, we, what are we playing? We are looking at a game called I Hunt. I Hunt is by Olivia Hill, who also wrote the I Hunt book series. It is about a world very much like our own, except with monsters in it. And I don't mean metaphorical monsters like in Scooby-Doo, where the real monsters were people all along. I mean a world with actual monsters. And in this world, you get to play as a broke millennial who learns about an app that's kind of like Uber and or DoorDash or, you know, one of those kinds of deals. Except it's called iHunt. And you get paid to hunt monsters. Nice. A lot of people out there in real life playing as a broke millennial, too. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, must be rough. Yeah. So that's the stats that I rolled as well. So I think I... too bad we can't get a redo on character creation for reality. Yeah, true. I would definitely re-roll my stats, maybe mid-max a bit more. All my stuff is yeah. kind of spread. Also, I think I, I think I literally like just barely crossed the threshold. So I am not a broke millennial. I am a broke Gen Z. <laughs> Those guys. It, it's in that little like gray zone for both of us like yeah i am usually considered a millennial but i'm like a year off from not being considered a millennial usually mm -hmm. oh everybody at my job calls me gen z they're like you're so small and young and i'm like i'm taller than most of you and <laughs> man i've seen some shit <laughs> and again it doesn't really matter whether you're millennial or gen z because if you're if you're uh hearing it from fox news we're the exact same thing that's Just true anyone under the age of 40 it, actually it's even people over 40 now because some millennials have hit their 40s yeah sorry to those of you who are listening to this i i know you don't want that reminder <laughs> especially since the rest of the world always makes you feel so young and naive but it happens to the best of us eventually yeah those sands of time keep on spilling you know not for me i'm not even in my 30s yet but me neither and i never will be Oh, that I, I need you to make it to your 30s, because I plan on doing this show until we die. Well, I can do that. I'm just not going to, well, I'm just not, I, I just refuse to age past, like, I'm going to say 27. I think 27 is okay. going to be the hard cutoff. I turned 27 this year in, like, July, so. Great, so you can stop aging, too. Just, uh, I'll get you in contact with my vampire homie, and we'll be good. I'm not sure how I feel about the whole immortality thing. Well, I mean, you, you don't have to be immortal. Surely some brave warrior is going to come kill you at some point. Yeah, one who's going to get paid by this crowdfunding app 
here. Yeah, this weird yeah. new thing on the streets called Eye Hunt. <laughs> they they might not even be brave. They might just be broke. That's true. How much are they going to get paid to kill us, though? I wonder. First of all, uh, how are they even going to... I mean, how do they even set up their uh, profile? Probably figure that out. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to remember, because it's been a very long time since I've read through this book. Oh, yeah. It's on page 29, I think. Yes, 29. Close enough. Technically, in the book, it's 23, but the PDF page is 29. Gotcha. So anyway, like, jobs have a rating, a photo, a, and the listing. Then they have messaging, five the buttons, undo or cancel. You, you get the idea there. The pay. This is the important part on the, the next page. The base pay for completion. It's discretionary. The client can reduce pay by up to 25% without justification. If they score you two to three stars, you only get 50% of the base pay. If you get a one-star uh, review, you only bring home 10% of the base rate. The 25% pay cut is pretty common. So basically, it's a general rule of thumb. Whenever you see a job, take 75% of that. That is the absolute most you're going to bring home. <laughs> Interesting. So if we are as bad as this werewolf in Cedar Hills in this example here, as vampires, we would be worth one second. What's 75% of 5,000? That's a good question. I've got out my calculator. $3,750. How much did you say? 3750 Yep. That's not bad. Depend well, nah. depends on the uh, rating of the job. You know? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I would be a 4.5 star vampire. I'd probably be a 2 star at best. So you're probably looking at a $1,000 bounty to hunt me, mm. which which means you're getting paid $750. Sorry, I I just haven't been at it long enough to be any good at it. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> practice makes perfect, Joel. So, you know, you should get out there, start slaying. Um, How's a man supposed to get any practice in if he's getting hunt? If he's getting eye hunted, if he's getting posted as a bounty within like a week of <laughs> turning into a vampire? Well, you kill the people that come to hunt you down, you know? Yeah. And then the more people that hunt you down take you know taking l's then right but here's the here's the thing it's the exact opposite of the the spike killing the slayers situation in in buffy right like mm -hmm. what was it he said like you all it takes for a vampire to win is one good day or something like that i would need to have the one good day literally every day well maybe like once a week right no way no way hunters are coming after you every single day I guess, depending on how often your uh, your play sessions are, that's true. True. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if you haven't figured it out yet, this is a horror game, which is handled with jokes. Yeah. That's that's not just us doing this ad-lib. Although, it, no, we are doing this ad-lib. But the game is supposed to be funny. The game is supposed to be funny? Yeah. Oh, like, you read this... Uh, you read the like the synopsis. You read the stuff. You realize that there's little jokes and uh, sarcasm and stuff hidden throughout the book. It it's great. They did they did a good job on it. Nice. Well, we'll have to get to reading, but first, I think there's something you're yeah we're, uh, we're missing. We should we should talk about the creation rules that the podcast has to follow. Yeah. Because like we always say, and this is definitely not your first episode. Oh, I. I'm sorry. If this is your first episode, welcome. You're supposed to be here. It was fate that brought you here to us. But because this is your first episode, we will explain to you the situation. First off, we accept no cop-outs. We're making a cat. It's the exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word. 
no anthropomorphic races, no people turned into cats, like, it's just a straight-up cat. No lions, no tigers, no cop-outs of any kind. Absolutely not. Definitely, I've said this before, definitely not bears. I don't know why people keep asking that. Not even close to a cat, my guy. What are you talking about? Rule it's number probably, one moment. It's this user, uh, Dorothy Ann Oz, that keeps asking us that. I'm sorry, bears are not related to lions or tigers. I don't know why you... Like, it's not even a good thing to say. They don't. They don't even all live in the forest together. I don't. I don't think lions even lions don't live in forests. According to the Lion King, they live on plains. Not yeah. Know. And according to Madagascar, they're on plains. Yeah. Well, both of them show them in kind of a planar environment. Actually, now that you oh, mention it, talking about P L A N E plains. I guess that's the second yeah. Madagascar movie. But we're not talking about the second Madagascar movie. We're moving on to the second rule, <laughs> which is. We cannot use homebrew slash house rules. If rules in the rule book don't explicitly allow something to happen, we count it as one of our rules broken. And if we come across rules as written versus rules as intended, we go with whichever one says no. Um, so I we rarely ever come across that. It's it's kind of weird. It literally just depends on how what the wording says. Yeah. It's not a, a common thing, but we have to be prepared, especially this time, because I don't think I've ever read any rule against you playing as a cat, except the only issue is you'd have to be a cat born in, what what is it, the 70s through the 90s, and you have to be able to operate a phone. Both are things that we're going to have to deal with when we get to character creation. <laughs> if the game includes stats for a literal cat, those must be used or adapted to the game's character sheets. I don't think that this game specifically has that, and I've still not seen anyone make a stat block for a cat in Fate. Yeah, no. Uh, this is a Fate game, by the way, so probably not going to come up here. Yeah, no. Rule 4, the character class background playbook job has to exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion um we already ruled out homebrew rules uh homebrew classes same thing uh, not real fiction false yep exactly rule number five the cat can learn any skill available to its class even if it's something that a cat could not normally be trained to do which in this case the cat has to be able to use a phone because that's where you get the iHunt app cat always be on his damn phone <laughs> cats and their damn phones 22 you know when i when i am on my phone my cat will sometimes walk up to me and try to see what i'm looking at and you know almost every time he hits the screen with his nose and it works <laughs> he wants to make sure you're not peeping his eye hunt listings that's true taking his jobs away from him you know mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways rule six if a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use even if comically downsized for them, they cannot use it. I, I've listed so many rules at this point. Or rules? No. I've listed so many tools at this point. Kind of hard. So if you know any tools that a cat probably couldn't use, I, I'm going to recycle something like a hammer, especially a jackhammer, uh, a saw, probably, an Allen wrench. No way. No way a cat can use an Allen wrench. Um, a phone, though, I think a cat could use it. Well, we're going to have to make the cat phone, if nothing else. Oh, yeah. That's gonna have to be this episode. Yep. Because, like, we gotta have some way for cats to be able to use the iHunt app. (laughs) 
And the character sheet has a section that is meant to be filled out in collaboration with the whole table. We leave it blank so potential players can make it fit the group they're playing with. Which, uh, again, that's a thing that's come up. We've had a few games that just we've had to throw out because there are not enough uh, character creation. There's not enough character creation if you ignore the giant section of collaborative character creation with that is done with the entire party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad but true, you know. And games out there that have that, you know who you are. Yeah. You're cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we yeah. You guys are fine. We just can't do you on the show. Yeah. So don't don't complain, you know, when we're popping off and you guys aren't featured. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll have enough friends and time and resources to make a bonus feature that has us like you know do that entire collaborative aspect as a table now that would be fun that you know where we're all cats everybody's just a little cat you know or would it be funnier if only one player was a cat Ooh, that's a good question that's that's something we'll have to get into at a later date but Mm -hmm. y'all can keep that in the back of your mind stew on that for a bit We've definitely mentioned that idea before, but... Yeah. (laughs) But we have not mentioned this last rule, which is rule 8, keeping track of every rule that we break. Specifically, the game rule. Because, obviously, our rules are too sacred to be broken. But the game rules, sometimes, uh, you know, they kind of have to be. We try our best not to. Yeah, we really do. We work hard at it, sometimes. Other times, we don't. (laughs) The Dark Eye episode, we just made a cat do magic, and we didn't we didn't even think anything past that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but We saw that we could, and we didn't ask if we should. Yeah, it was just one of those moments. It's okay, we have those moments every, every once in a while. <laughs> Sometimes they lead to a combined total three-hour recording session. Oof. Between two days. Other times they lead to... Uh, crap, what do we name the cat that pilots the mech in Lancer? Uh, that's a good question that I can get you the answer of here in one second. Wasn't it like Kronos or something? I wh- and then I, his mech was called Kitty Purry. That that sounds right. No, no, his mech was called. Wait, no, Kronos was the call sign. Yes, the mech is called Kitty Purry. The cat's name is Saturn, but their call sign oh, was Kronos. Because Saturn is the Roman name for Kronos. Okay. Yep. God, we really popped off with that name, not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still I'm still thinking one of these days I need to design the Kitty Purry mech as a just like as a 3D model figurine kind of deal. God, that's our that's our one of our merch items in the future. The <laughs> Kitty Purry mech. Now, would we get into legal trouble with Katy Perry? If we're really worried about it, we can just say that it's uh, Saturn the Cat's mech. Yeah. On the on the Kofi page or the the what whatever storefront or the we've we've clearly thought this through very well yeah this is something that we've definitely decided on yep (laughs) anyway uh i think we've wasted enough time let's get to the game okay chapter two hashtag the people characters starts on page uh 32 aka 37 in the pdf gotcha And it says that if we want to jump right into character creation, we can go straight to page 60, which is probably page 65 in the PDF. Are we jumping right to it? I mean, I don't see any reason not to. Fair enough. Like, is there anything you want to go over? No. All right. Um, Well, let's, uh, let's get into this then. 
So, character creation, quick reference. Basics. Consider who your character is. Think about where they come from, their name, whether they've already encountered the supernatural, and if they've hunted in the past. If they've hunted, are they part of one of the four kinks? Oh, yeah, I guess we should go over real quick. Like, we read through this earlier. Just a quick explanation of kinks. So, this is a fake game, as I've said before, except it has a little bit of a twist. They added something called edge dice to the game. Basically, it's my understanding that if your party has the upper hand, then you get you get the edge dice. And you roll the edge dice alongside your fudge dice like you do in a regular old fake game. I don't know exactly what the edge dice does for you, but I have to assume it's a good thing. And your kinks are basically how you get the edge. It's, they kind of look like the classes. It's like you've got your evil... Evelinas, they fight with knowledge and lore. Knights, they fight with martial skill and force. Fuis, they fight by exploiting systems and tech. And the 66 fights by mobilizing the people. Hmm. And the, those are our, those are the four kinks. Nice. I'm sure we'll get more into that later down the line. I, I'm sure we will. We are told to think of a name right away this time. So, what do we, we can... what kind of cat do we want to be? That's a good question. Who do, who do we want? Like, obviously, we're going to have... I say obviously. It might not be obvious to you. But I'm thinking we're going to have a situation that's got to be similar to Sergei, a.k.a. Meow, right? Yeah. Kind of a dual life situation. It doesn't not, necessarily not have life. to have a dual life. But it's it's a cat that's concerned about money. Yeah. Because if they weren't concerned about money then they wouldn't need the iHunt app. They could just go monster hunting for the fun of it. Yes. So what does this cat want? What are this cat's desires that involve money? Do we think the money is for the cat? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, I know with Sergei, a.k.a. Meow, they were doing it for their owner. Yes. Owner got an extra check in the mail every so often. Didn't think anything of it, you know? Just the monthly. Something like that. But... Trying to think what a cat could want. It's like, we've done something, a cat wants something for its own. But what, is, what would a cat want for itself? Real estate. Okay. <laughs> um, is that your final answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, I don't, like, whenever that question comes up, I think of the Charlie Brown Christmas special, and it's like, Lucy explaining, like, how no one ever gets her what she really wants. And then she's asked, what do you really want? Real estate. <laughs> Funny enough, millennials would also answer the question with real estate. <laughs> I would love some some real estate. Like, literally just a, a little house somewhere. That would be nice. Just on the prairie, you know? Definitely not on the <laughs> prairie. It needs to be near a place I can get good Wi-Fi, but... okay. Well, who's to say that, that you can't get good Wi-Fi on the prairie these days? I mean, it's 2023, Joel. Come on. Austin, I live relatively in the middle of the nowhere now, and we pay $60 a month for 10 megabytes. Yeah, ouch. Okay, never mind. Uh, I didn't realize it was still that bad out there. I grew up in the country. I'm living in the city right now. I'm paying 50 for like 500 down. Here's the thing. We live literally five. Five minutes, a five-minute drive outside of Comcast's range. <laughs> and they just don't. Comcast won't sell to you? Nope. We're not within 
the the range for the the Xfinity internet package. Oof. Hey, we could get satellite TV from them probably. Oh, sat- probably. satellite TV you can get most places. Don't get but satellite internet not. though. Austin, I've got bad news for you about my internet. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I had satellite internet growing up. If, if the if the skies are cloudy, good luck. They're storming. We've got direct line of sight to the tower, so it's usually not bad unless they're going through maintenance or there's a problem up, like, the maintenance change chain at the company that, like, provides us our internet. <laughs> but mm-hmm. We're getting off track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does our cat want money? Um, just addicted to catnip. Runs into stores. Not a great character motive. But, you know, not all characters can be good. Some of them, some of them no, are bad. So- some just need to satisfy their vices. True. Maybe this cat needs to pay child support. Ooh, that's a good one. And feed their catnap addiction. <laughs> they got to do both, but they got to juggle it. Their findings uh, out on the streets are only getting them so far. So what do they do? They turn to a third-party app to uh, make that extra Maybe dough. they got to pay their phone bills. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You got to pay the phone bill somehow. You get a phone, you know. You get the data packet. You you get unlimited data on a phone. Oosh, you bet. You I best mean, believe. That, let's be real. This would be the funniest motivation for a cat ever. <laughs> that a cat buys a phone to download iHunt specifically so they can pay their phone bill. Yeah, <laughs> like selling your computer to pay for your internet. If he just got rid of the phone, he wouldn't need to monster hunt. There you go. <laughs> Maybe the cat saw a phone bought it or saw like you know humans using phones was like that looks fun bought a phone didn't realize ooh, you gotta pay for it you know every every month you actually have to pay the phone off they got him they caught him with one of those oh this is a free phone type deal with a mm-hmm. contract and then Oof. first bill comes in cat's like oh oh god you know how am i how am i gonna pay for this <laughs> it's a rough life out there for a single cat yeah. And I do mean that as in cat, not as in, like, slang for people. Mm. Do we, do people even use cat as slang for people anymore? No. Unless you're okay. specifically using the term cool cats, which, let's be honest, when's the last time you heard somebody say, like, hey, what's up, you cool cats? About three seconds ago. Joel, I will <laughs> stop my recording. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's this? What's the motivation? What are we going with here? I I do think that I do think like you can make more money than you need to to pay a phone bill using an app like iHunt. Yeah, like one hunt you've paid your phone bill. So so if this cat's going out once a week or more, then they gotta have some other like money troubles, right? Yeah. So how? First off, how does a cat get money troubles? Second. So, this is going to be the hardest part of character creation. I already know it <laughs> is figuring out what the fuck we are doing. How does a cat get money trouble? Like, what if their owner started making them pay rent? Like, their owner joked about it. Cat took it too far. Was like, oh god, now I gotta figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> Maybe. Do they have an owner? Are they renting an apartment themselves somehow? Yeah. Is there like a secret cat underbelly? of the world hate to bring this up again but similar to warrior cat (laughs) (laughs) well okay so here's the thing i 
I forgot to buy it, so we can't really use it right now. But here's the thing. If you go to the Machine Age Productions page on Itch, then there is an expansion called Cats of Eye Hunts. Cat? Okay. So we don't... We don't have it, but it's a real thing. So, it... It's about cats, kind of. Look, it's weird. It's our biggest zine, clocking in at a whopping 44 pages. The book includes The Cat People, a whole clade of new monsters, cat people, you've been warned, a catalog of cats, other monsters, fun takes on myths and legends about cats, and weirder stuff. Cat myth job generator. <laughs> Using cat-based uh, mythology to generate random jobs for eye hunt. Oh, okay, so there is a cat stat block. It's just behind a $5 paywall. It's like, I, I'm not saying that to, to shame anyone. Y'all deserve to get paid five bucks for a 44-page cat expansion. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't we didn't know about this sooner. I didn't know about this sooner. I don't know if you have known about this for longer. I have known about iHunt since it first released. I have been looking for an opportunity to play it just about as long. <laughs> the only problem is I only have the core rulebook PDF. Oh my god, there's a new kink of Eye Hunter. They're internet trolls who learned the errors of their ways and decided to use their powers for good. <laughs> god, trolling on the internet for Jesus, you know? <laughs> and then there's an entire mini-game in here about the magical cats of San Janeiro. It's a micro-game uh, written by Kenneth Roundtree. Okay, so this... I'm not sure this is going to help us. Actually, now that I look at it, we've got enemy stat blocks for cats, but that's not necessarily going to help us because enemies in fate games don't work like characters in fate games. They have their own aspects and stuff that's a little different. Mm. So I, I just want everyone to know that this exists. And if you play this game, you should definitely pick this up. It might help you justify to your game master, hey, I'm playing this character. Here's my logic. <laughs> Hand them this zine. Yeah, just be like, read this, you'll know everything. Trust. So I'm not sure that that's going to help us, necessarily. But, I don't know. I do think it would be fun to have some kind of convoluted logic where a cat has somehow ended up in a situation where it has to pay rent for its own apartment and a phone bill. I think that'd be fun, too. The only problem is, how does the cat get there? Because this is how to make a literal cat in your favorite RPG. And now, Yes, how does the cat get into this situation in the first place? Listen, you know, they say... Let me... Let's see. Okay. I looked up if a cat has ever been sued. Um, Apparently. Okay, I'm seeing cat... a lot of uh, cats winning lawsuits yeah, this... on your Google search. I don't think cats have ever lost a lawsuit. Cats... Cats are taking W's. I mean, imagine going to court against a cat and, like, you've already lost. Yeah, if if you if you sue a cat, I mean, come on. What does that one, what does that say about you as a person? Two, like what Joel said, you you've lost. Like You get sued by a cat. Like, <laughs> that's even worse, I think. Maybe okay. Like, some of the lawsuits here are definitely the cats. Or the cat's owner is filing the suits. Yeah. Maybe we play as the one cat that's lost a lawsuit. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. You know, so a couple of these, I think these are about the same story. 
Yeah, about th- this cat was like trespassing. Uh, okay, so the this cat was not tra- this cat got sued for trespassing, and the owner of said cat got a bunch of money from this case be- during a three-year court battle. Imagine having a three-year court battle against a cat. God, what are you doing with your life, man? Get a job. <laughs> And you lose $125,000 for it. Because you lost to a cat. Anyways, I think it'd be funny if our cat was, like, trespassing somewhere, got sued, didn't have anybody to defend him. Obviously, the American justice system wants you an attorney to defend you. This attorney probably probably didn't do a good job. Nah. They had the CCTV footage. They're like, this is irrefutable evidence that this cat trespassed. Maybe, like, on a fish restaurant, stole some fish, and they're like, you contaminated, like, our whole, like, bit of fish we're suing. And the lawyer's only legal defense was, come on, guys, seriously? Yeah. Those are the only words that were spoken (laughs) by the cat's attorney throughout the entire court case. So, does this cat have an owner, though? Like, would the owner be taking the court along with the cat? I feel like if the cat is responsible for the damages, it has to be a stray. It, yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> well, there you go. Th- so this cat, based on a based on real life events, by the way, they you know they say sometimes reality is stranger than fiction. Um, and sure enough, man, one Google search has <laughs> changed the way I will think about people forever. Because <laughs> wow, who would sue a cat? okay so we have our cat cat snuck in is this do we want to go with the catnip storyline at all like not really not really (laughs) okay that hits too close to like you know actual drug addiction which is yeah real life problems yeah but let's not make light of 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 people's situations yeah that's a it's not a topic for this one nah okay so we have a trespassing cat that got sued by some big wigs. Probably, honestly, I think the reason that they would sue this cat is for the pub- publicity. You know, they say no publicity is bad publicity or something along. So I think yeah. I think that's why they would do it. Because, like, you sue a cat you, and you're, like, a company. Your company's name is in the news for the next, like, For sure. But what does that say about our cat and what does that say about our cat's name did the cat have a name before it went to court Ooh, yeah or did it also get a court assigned name that's a good question well you know what i think when we have good questions like that we go to our uh list of assigned names from the back of the tales of zadia book true true let's see Um, what's a name that the court would give to a cat honestly Hear me out. I think this is the only time we're going to be able to get this name off the list. It's Beth. <laughs> okay. So that probably means our cat is a girl. That's fine. We we're good locking that down right away. I guess that's fine by me. If you want right. if you want to go with another name cuz there are other names I feel like a court would appoint a cat on this list specifically. Like so we got Beth, we got Shirley. I think you're right. I don't think there's going to be another situation where we just so easily get Beth off the list. Yeah. I mean... Like, that is the most court-assigned cat name I can think of. Right. 
would be better than calling her like a Miss Whiskers. <laughs> Do you think they would assign Beth a last name and possibly a social security number? I feel like if she's gonna be in debt, they had to assign her a social security number. Yeah, there's lots of things you gotta track there. If not social security, then some kind of like legal filing status. Like, she's basically a documented citizen at this point. If only yeah. because she's in debt for entering the wrong restaurant. <laughs> but a last name, I don't know about that. I don't, like, I don't think a last name. Because, like, once they put a collar on Beth, like, that's it. They know. You know, they probably took a yeah. mugshot, a mugshot of her. Yeah, poor Beth. Poor Beth. So she's going. Beth. She's going through it. Like, Beth has yeah. one probably one of the more tragic backstories we've ever come up with. That's... Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, All because we needed some logic for why a cat needed to be able to, like, needed to use an app to pay the bills. Yeah, like, we had to come up with bills somehow. Anyway, so we've got where they came from, sort of. Their name, we got where their name came from. Have they already encountered the supernatural? Ooh. 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 I got it. There was a supernatural being in this fish restaurant. Beth went in to scope it out um, because they were making making a ruckus. You know, maybe maybe Beth sits out has sat outside this fish restaurant for like her whole life, uh, just for like the scraps outside. Right. So bunch of noise coming in there late at night. Beth thinks, oh, boom! I got this. This is my chance to be the hero. Okay. <laughs> Beth goes in the place already decimated sees i don't even sees a monster just in there you know having a field day beth goes around you know chases it out you know all this fun stuff gets it out of there it's like yes this is it you know this is my hero moment somebody comes in Maybe it was the ghost of a vengeful fish or something i'm trying to think of something that wouldn't get caught on yes cameras. it's got to be a ghost right so yeah, maybe yeah. I'm serious about the vengeful fish ghost. I though. think I think the vengeful fish ghost works. <laughs> so the ghost of a vengeful fish just tearing the store up. Beth comes in, boom, bop, beep, fucking swoops in, saves the day. Then gets found, but instead of being recognized as a hero, Beth's life just takes a turn for the worse. I've realized now that I've made this backstory even more tragic. But it yeah. gives reason to why Beth is like, that That fish ghost ruined my life. I'm hunting monsters <laughs> to pay back my debt. Sounds good. Uh, I don't think that they would be part of one of these uh, kinks as described here. At least not right away. If we have to give them one of these kinks, like, the expansions have more kinks. We don't have the expansions. I think Knight would make the most sense. But maybe, maybe a fooey, because, hear me out, they know how to use their phone. True. So maybe that's not all they know how to do with it. Sorry, I'm, I'm writing down this backstory in the description box. Understandable. Let's see. So, character creation comes with, uh, like, we, we've been looking at the uh, quick reference page. Uh, the next page is where we actually start. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read this off while you're typing that. You need to come up with four specific aspects. Liv talked about high concept and drama already, but to reiterate, high concept is a simple description of who your character is. It's like if you're telling a friend about your favorite character in a TV show, how you sum them up. 
professional sumo wrestler with a heart of gold is a high concept. I don't know if that's an eye hunter concept, but hey, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> My high concept is for uh, foul mouth fourth wall breaker. Wait, what? Okay, I just realized that the uh, the crayon uh, drawing fonts for character creation is an actual font, and you can select it. Oh, nice. Good, good job with that. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, drama is the stuff that gets in your way. It's the crap that keeps coming up. God damn it, my drama is we're withholding funds for 48 to 72 hours. So many of my problems are based around the stupid bullshit that financial institutions and bureaucracy use to fuck with me on a regular basis. Uh, we get six aspects. High concept, drama, vision board, day job, and then we come up with two others after that. Okay. Um, but yeah, high concept, basic premise of our character. We've kind of got that out of the way. Yeah. Down... Down on her luck, cat. I think is the high concept here. Mm -hmm. Drama. Uh, <laughs> I think we know the drama too, right? We have the drama. Yeah, it's her. It's like it's all ha has to do with the publicity of the the court case or the bills associated with it. Now, yeah. Okay. Do you want to so mark that? Maybe the... Do you want to mark that one off, or do you want to make it like you want to solidify it differently? Are you a uh... Are you writing this stuff down? Because we've got our high concept, right? Oh, I didn't realize there was uh, extra spaces for it. Yeah, no, we gotta we gotta actually fill this stuff in on the on the sheet. Gotcha. Okay, drama. That damn court case. Okay. All right. Vision board. I think that's a that's a great way to to sum that up. Oh, for sure. A non-essential thing our character struggles to achieve: verbal communication. Yeah. Doesn't speak human. Probably part of why it lost the court case. Although I don't know if if saying it was the fish ghost would have really helped her in court. Yeah, no, that you know, ghost stories never really hold up in court. I know from experience. But, <laughs> but if that was her sworn testimony, and her lawyer used the fact that most of the damage was done before the cat was ever seen on camera, we, she could have gotten off. She could have. But. She's a cat, so she couldn't talk. <laughs> yeah. I like the clarification of verbal communication. There are many other ways to communicate. So. With a cat. With a cat, yeah. True. Uh, and people. Like, yeah. Plenty of people <laughs> I, was mostly, I was mostly thinking other ways, you know, people communicate non-verbally, but yeah. Cats, too. My cat, however, is incredibly verbal. I mean, yeah, but do, what, what words do they say? Do they speak your language? I genuinely think that my cat has learned the word hello. There have been many a days where I'll come home from work and he'll just be sitting there at the door waiting for me. I open up the door. I'm like, like, hi, Genj. And he'll meow in the specific, like, two-tone cadence of, like, hello, you know? It's, it's really weird, but I feel like he's picked up on that. That could be. Now... Does the word actually get produced? No. It's just like the two-tone cadence. But it's still technically, te yeah, very tech. <laughs> that's that's okay. But yeah, our third aspect is the vision board. It's the king your character, thing your character is always striving for. Wait a minute. This might not be a good... I, I'm reading the vision board thing beyond just the, the quick uh, reading thing. Yeah. It's the thing your character are always striving for, their best argument for getting out of bed every day. This shouldn't be a complete necessity because sometimes you won't get it. Okay, so it's something, mm. some luxury the cat wants. Not necessarily like, or maybe not even a luxury. It's just something that 
that like they they can live without, but they'd really like to not have to. Gotcha. First one that comes to mind for me, freedom. Just like, hey, I wake up, I get these job hunts done, I can go back to being a free cat, you know, no longer down on my luck, no no court cases to hold me down, no debt. That's uh that's not bad. I think it's kind of an a- like it's a little abstract, which n- I don't think is a bad thing. I'm also not sure it's a thing that'll ever be achievable. Yeah. I think it has to be something that, like, aside from this court case is why I have to pay bills. Like, if I can meet my monthly, like, minimum payment, though, and I still have money left over, then I can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe she's staying with her lawyer and he provides dry food, but if she has leftover money, she can go get herself wet food. That's a good one. Yeah, just like the you know, extra... simple pleasures. Yeah, simple pleasures. Okay, I like that wet food. This next one might be a day job. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. If our cat was undocumented before the court case, then her job was stray cat. True. But is that still her day job though? If she's living with her attorney or a lawyer, What's the difference between an attorney and a lawyer. I don't think there is one technically. They're they're kind of the same. I don't know that the words are perfectly interchangeable, but I guess you're a lawyer if you are formally educated in the field of law but have not yet passed the bar exam. If you huh. have if you have graduated from law school, passed the bar exam and are a member of the state bar association in the state where you are licensed to practice law, you're an attorney. So yeah, not much difference. Just some paperwork. Huh. Okay, knowing that, I'm try. I can't. Knowing that, it doesn't help us at all. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> no, I, like I've been watching this TV show called Suits a lot lately, and like the whole premise is that the main character passed the bar, but is not a licensed uh, lawyer. Interesting. So like, <laughs> so, like <laughs> he's practicing law without a license, but it sounds like that's not as illegal as the show makes it sound. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think as long as you have documentation that you passed law school, you're Gucci. Oh, he didn't pass law school, he just passed the bar, which is a different thing. Yeah, okay, Uh, so guess technically it'd be illegal, but if you pass the bar, I mean, come on. (laughs) It's like one of the hardest things to pass. Right? (laughs) Anyway, anyway, (laughs) that's completely off topic. So I don't know. Do we is the cat working as a paralegal or something? God, yes. Yes, the cat is working as a paralegal. God. <laughs> I'm not, that yeah. No. No further questions, your honor. That's it. That's the day job. <laughs> I don't even know what a paralegal does. It doesn't fucking matter. Me neither. <laughs> Okay, and here's the the important thing. The uh, quick reference guide says the real job your character works or doesn't work when not hunting. <laughs> so they don't even have to be good at it or show up to work. <laughs> they just have to have the official job title. That's perfect, because I don't think paralegals are actually real anyways. <laughs> if you're a paralegal <laughs> and you're listening to this, send me a description of what you do, because what the... F- <laughs> You actually get two more aspects, but don't pick them yet. They come up in play. We can ignore that then. Sweet. We've only got four asset as aspects. 
not assets. Mm. All right, so what is the next part of character creation? Skill sets and stunts. Skill sets. You get an array of skill sets. You get one skill at plus four, two skills at plus three, three at plus two, and four at plus one. So how do we decide what those are? Let's look and see if we can find that. Monsters, reveal, finale, recap. Okay, nope, that's chapter three. Okay, so earlier in the chapter, they kind of explain the stuff. So, like, page 42 in the book, 47 on the PDF, what is your kink, or how to use this section? A couple of things to get out of the way first. This is in bullet points because we like bullet points. Your kink is formalized uh, a formalized way to describe how you get an edge on monsters when hunting. It's nothing innate necessarily. Being a knight doesn't mean you never do anything like an evilina. Starting out in the 66 doesn't mean you won't someday call yourself a fooey. These groups are not organized, not by I hunt, not by hunters, nobody. They aren't teams, they're not clubs, they're descriptions. Um, did look at the table of contents, and if we're picking our skill set... Did it tell you what page to go to? Yeah, skill set says it's on page 94, aka 99 in the PDF. The skill set list on page 96, we have academic, assassin, athlete, fighter... Rifter, Gorilla, Hacker, Influencer, Investigator, Maker, Medic, Occultist, Organizer, Professional, Socialite, Social Worker, Spy, and Survivor. Looks like everyone can create advantage. Yeah. But why is it the, the Assassin is the only one who can't overcome? It's weird. I have no idea. I don't even know what overcome means. Me either. But I'm sure we can... Wait. No, it's it's just the basic fate moves. Um, go up back to page ninety. What is it? Four. Yeah. Uh, overcome an obstacle, create an advantage, attack or defend. Those are your basic fate moves. Ah, uh, neat. So, so we get to pick one plus four skill, two plus three skills, three plus two skills, and four plus one. I believe so. Yes. One second. One skill at plus four, two skills at plus three, three skills at plus two. Yep, that's right. Oh, the book has, the character sheet has them tabbed with how many you start out with. Oh, that's like, convenient. Yeah. So here's a question. What do we want our skills to be? And do we want to go through this, the description of them? Um, or do we want to just pick based off like the skills? Well, let's see. The skills are, they all have a little bit more depth to them than just like, there's actually stuff to this. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it looks like these are where your stunts are derived from. Yeah, okay. So, just looking through the list, I think... Okay, I know we've not gotten to this point yet, but which... Between the two kinks we've discussed, which one do we think our cat is more likely to fall under? Because that, I think, will help us guide which skills we take. True. Are they going to be more of a knight or more of a fooey? Because knights are fighters, fooies are tech wizards. Not like not like the neo scum tech tech wizard. That guy's an actual wizard. Gotcha. Uh, it would be more like the Z's of of neo scum. Gotcha. Except without all the the high tech futuristic cyborg gear, because this yeah. takes place in whatever year this is. Yeah, you could say it takes place in twenty three. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, no augmentations uh, or magic spells. So. Yeah. Well, maybe a little, little of magic, but that would be the uh, Evelinas that do that, not uh, not the other, not the ones that we're looking at. Fair. I do think it'd be funny to be a Fooey specifically because the first line under Fooey's 
is you use tool because that's what separates us from the animals, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. I think being a fooey would explain how our cat is able to use a phone. Yes. Also, I've just thought of this. We can... So does our cat have the phone or is our cat using their attorney's phone? Probably using their attorney's phone, let's be real. But I think the fact that they're using it is the important thing here. Yeah. It may mean that's not the only technology they know how to do. Or, more importantly, it's not the only thing they can do on his phone. Exactly. Okay. One second. I'm going to Google paralegal real quick because it could be that... I know I know you want someone to at you about this. If they don't, I honestly... I'm not going to be upset about it. What is the main role of a paralegal? The paralegal assists with case planning, development, and management. Legal research, interviews, clients, gathers facts, retreats... They're an investigator, basically, on behalf of their attorneys. Okay, I typed is in, what it looks like. I typed in paralegal. Literally the first hey, thing that Hey, what pops do you know? Up. I did the exact same search and got the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, the paralegals use technology and computer software. So, yeah, that makes, yeah, this works right up. So, what, what I'm thinking is that helps us decide, like, what is this cat's uh, skill set, possibly, when fighting monsters? Because if they're good with if they're good with the computer and the books, then it could be that they're good with it for more than just legal assistance. A uh, hacker, perhaps. I don't know about hacker. That re- that would require some really fine tuned control of the keyboard. Yeah, true. Investigator, perhaps. Investigator would be a good one. Yeah. So let's see. What are some other? Ones? I'm thinking specifically for plus fours right now. Let's see. Maybe spy for play. Yeah. Let's look at spy real quick. I was also thinking. Because that would be like best of both worlds. Hunter and investigator. I also want to see what social worker. Just because. Uh, that's advocate, th- counselor, therapist. Okay, never mind. You know, like, like a social worker in real life. Never heard of him. K- kidding, obviously. R- really? <laughs> kidding. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I just didn't know if it was, th- if the confines of it were different in the game. But, okay, spy. or an agent, an operative, an informer. Uh, spy skill set is about secrecy and the mobility of people and information. About going unnoticed and about the craft of information security. Okay. So, is this cat keeping it a secret that... Is Beth keeping a secret that she's using her attorney's phone? Or is the attorney just, like, not care? Hmm. Now that, I don't know. Actually, let's let's talk about that real quick. Did the the attorney hire the cat on as a paralegal, intending to pay the cat a wage that would then get handed off to the courts? Because that's basically just money out of a public defender's pocket, and they don't have a lot of that. Yeah, I think it's far more likely that if this public defender is going to be a constant character in this cat's life, they hired her as a paralegal as pretense as legal cover yeah okay which means yes they are totally aware the cat is paying its bills via eye hunts okay it could even be that like the cat obviously couldn't speak in court on its own behalf but if it can use a computer it can communicate that way Mm -hmm. even if it takes a while yeah so i think it's possible That over time, the lawyer got the real story out of the cat, realized, wait a minute, you can use a computer? What the heck? (laughs) Uh, And then showed it I hunt. 
who knows? Maybe the attorney also is an iHunt user because defense, like like we said, public defenders do not get paid well. <laughs> not only does he the, defend the public in the courtroom, but he defends the public in the street from monsters. Perhaps. Perhaps. So what would that make our plus four then? Because I think the most obvious one would be um, Investigator. I like Investigator for plus four. Okay. I think that's a good plus four. Now, I do think, looking at this list, Survivor, I think, should be either a plus three or a plus two. Because this cat was astray for a very long time before it was a paralegal. Yeah, I think Survivor's gotta be a plus three. Because, like you said, been astray, like, living on her own. And the f- one of the first lines for Survivors, Survivors have dealt with some real heavy shit, and they're alive to face another day, and another day, and another day. <laughs> so I I think Survivor works good plus. Yeah. So we've got Survivor Investigator. Um, I know I shot down Hacker earlier, but it might work as a plus one. Okay, I can see it. Like it's not something the cat's necessarily good at, but like they can if they have to. Yeah, which would make sense why they're not good at it. Like they're tech savvy, but you know, not all tech savvy people know what's going on in that code. I definitely don't. Well, don't you don't you code? I know how to do Unreal Blueprints, okay? Oh, you know, fair enough. No, no JavaScript. No JavaScript. I, I look. I've got a a lesson plan that's supposed to teach me C plus plus. I have been intending to start it for like the past three weeks. But who knows? This could be the week. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the day. Um, okay, so Hacker is one of our plus ones. We have, okay, so we have one more plus three, three more plus twos, and three more plus ones. Okay. How do you feel about Spy? Oh, Spy. Like we, I know we looked at Spy earlier, but we shot it down for a plus four. But I think the skill set makes sense in the context of this cat is an investigator. And not only is it an investigator, it is informing on its investigations to, like, to the attorney, right? Yeah. I, okay. I like that. I feel like that. I feel like that could be our first plus two. Okay. Because I don't know. We can always we can always move it later if we want to. But I'm gonna put it in plus two for now. Sounds good. I feel like we have to have academic on there somewhere. I was just maybe thinking. as a plus one because the cat has to be able to read to use the computer. Yeah. It's almost a requirement. I agree. Academic as a plus one makes a lot of sense. I was also thinking, I was like, we gotta put that somewhere. What is a mate? You're a crafter, builder, engineer. Okay, never mind. Let's see. We might also have to pick some skills that are like, you know, some of the more combat-focused ones. Yeah. Because if you're gonna be eye-hunting, you, you want to be able to hunt. Assassin could be a good one. Let's see, assassin is... You're a killer, a hitter, a wet worker. You're an assassin. So, we think this cat does a lot of murder? I, I think this cat would want to do murder. Perhaps. The, esca- the assassin skill set is all about one-way violence. It's not a fighting skill. It's a skill set for taking out an opponent quickly and efficiently. Maybe not. It's for snipers, poisoners, characters that take down their targets with shock and awe tactics. Unrestrained use of excessive force. If there's two-way fighting going on, it's no longer a matter of assassination. Understandable. I feel like a cat can't use tools, so maybe not assassin. Fighter may be our better op- option. I feel like our cat, our cat would try to be an assassin, but if 
their opponent is even one inch bigger than them, anything will turn into a fight. <laughs> yeah. Because like you said, they the uh, the type of tools that Cat can use in the field, very limited. Would you want to make Assassin a plus one, and then we could do Fighter as like a plus two or three? Yeah, let's do Fighter plus two, and then Assassin plus one. Okay. But, let's see. And, or yeah. maybe, one second, I see Gorilla on here, that's... I think I know what that is. You're a strategist, an insurrectionist, an urban... Okay, so this is more about making plans. Yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, guerrilla tactics, ambushes. See, I thought the same thing, and then I read the, that first tagline, I was like, oh, wait. Maybe not. Let's see. What do we have left? Uh, one plus two and one plus three? A plus two, a plus three, and a plus one. Oh, okay. Um, let's see, then. Grifter. I feel like a cat given the opportunity would be a grifter yeah a grifter is a musician and their instrument is other people you know exactly what to say to make people do things they might not otherwise do do we actually have to say or can we just like meow loudly until we get our way that's a good question i feel like i feel like grifter would be a good plus one because yeah, you know most people seeing a cat that you know they let their guard down um i was looking at something for a possible plus two and that is I think professional. Professional. That is, you're an expert, a trade person, a specialist. Professional doesn't need to reinvent the wheel. They know how the wheel is built and can rebuild it because they built it a hundred times before. Uh, when choosing the professional skill set, you have to determine what profession it covers. Uh, so, obviously, paralegal. Yeah. Um, this cat, using its technical skills that it somehow already had as a stray, we don't need to dive too deep into that. Yeah. <laughs> I really just like work buddies uh, stunt, which is you know people in your field that you can call on uh, when spinning a fate point into the story detail, or when spinning a fate point to add story detail, you can create a character whole cloth who has an inherent tie to your work history in OC. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking this would be a good as like our last plus two, maybe. Okay, that sounds good. Because I'm just imagining this cat having like. Basically, like a life alert button that they slam down that calls <laughs> that calls uh, the attorney to their location. <laughs> okay, so we've got a, just the plus three left, right? Yeah. What about athlete? The athlete skill represents physical acumen and skill potential. This is what the ideal human body looks like. Um, you may not like it, but a cat is what peak performance <laughs> is. <laughs> athlete is the skill for impressive running jumping climbing crawling falling and whatever other physical feeds and i hunt physical feeds yeah it does say feeds does it mean did they mean to type feeds i'm guessing that's supposed to say feeds or is it supposed to say feeds as like haha get it like twitter feeds? you know i i genuinely do not know i i feel like it's a typo but i can't be sure yeah this may this is this is just the most up to date uh, version of the PDF that I could get off itch. Uh, Regardless, I think athlete is a good plus three. Yeah, cats can do some impressive physical stunts. That's true. All right, you want to go with that? Yeah, let's go with that. Good old athlete. I feel like that's the same skill set we gave Sergey, aka Meow, except he was not also a spy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They kind of boxed us in here, though. There's. I mean, you there's 18 skills, and you're told to choose. You're told to choose 10 of them. So, well, to be fair, 
this does have a lot of expansions. Oh, yeah. Which I think each add their own uh thing to it. One second. I can I can uh find out real quick exactly how many expansions there are to I Hunt just in the zines. So far there's been four entire uh seasons of zines. How many zines exactly was that? That's uh 30, I think. 30? 30. That is so many. It sure is. Are these all official expansions? All by uh, Machine Age. The like Machine Age is the the company that Olivia Hill published this under. So yes, like these are all official. Dang. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a lot. It it really is. It, there's a lot of them. Most of them are pretty short. Like they're all like five bucks. I think mm-hmm. they're all short. They they're all relatively cheap. But getting all of them individually and not in like the complete packs is a like it would it would be a lot of money to get them all just at once mm-hmm. but again like it it's good stuff like they're they're short they're cheap you can get whatever little thing you think will help you do better at your game if i was to play this specific character i would want that cat expansion mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure they have like really specific uh what's it called like, really specific details for each of them, which is mm-hmm. nice. Like, I'm just going to grab one here at random. Fumble. Effing monsters in the gig economy. Welcome to uh, I Hunt Season 5, tentatively called You Can't Spell Happy Without App. It's about some of the other apps in the I Hunt universe. You, this one is Fumble, which is a dating app for people looking to hook up with monsters, and monsters looking for a cheap bite. Hmm. Anyway, that was just me, like, doing a, like, fast mouth movement mouse movement over the page and then clicking at random and grabbing one <laughs> nice because there are 30 of them yeah that that's a lot to randomly land on anyway where were we we were at we just finished picking our skill sets yes sir so now we need our stunts our starting stunts you get two stunts of your choice make your own or pick from the list in chapter four chapter four is where we just were right stunts but yeah, like, the other thing is, like, skill sets and stunts. The skill sets are, like, yes, there are some provided here, but you also have rules in here that, that tell you how to make your own skills and make your own stunts to go along with them. Yeah. And, like, that's pretty standard fate fair. Like, you have the ability in basically any fate game to make up your own skills and stunts if it helps you, you know, fill out the character Especially, like like you said, with this book, they give you 18 to start with. You have to pick 10 of them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you chose every single stunt for a max level character, I don't think you would have enough to fill out the entire uh, character sheet. Yeah, no. So, that that's all fine. Like I said, 30 zines full of examples on how to expand the existing list. And that doesn't even include the fact that you can just make your own. <laughs> infinite stunts what are our our good stats again the plus fours and plus threes because that's probably where we want our stunts right yeah so our plus four is investigator and our two plus threes are survivor and athlete okay investigator let's see uh hyper entropy you are great at pointing out weak points when you create an advantage pointing out a weakness it gets an additional free invoke that can only be used for attacks debunker you are quick to cut through bullshit any investigator actions to debunk or confirm a fraud or conspiracy get plus two. 
This is also called moldering. <laughs> nice little X-Files reference there. Elementary. You are adept at announcing what appears to be outlandish details about a mystery and then making them true whenever you spend a fate point to declare a story detail. You can also create an aspect with a free invoke that can only be used for investigator actions. I like elementary, but I don't know how a cat would pull that off. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. Debunker, though, as a paralegal. That Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, you gotta be able to do research on a case fast if you're a public defender's paralegal. Uh-huh. Most public defenders don't even get paralegals. This one just got lucky. Well, he got he lost a court case and got a paralegal. <laughs> Honestly, that's a that's a win. You know, a win is a win. Yeah, for him, probably. <laughs> for Beth, not so much. Yeah, no. I like debunker. All right, let's look at. Let's see. We also had at athlete and what was the other plus three? Survivor. Survivor. Okay. Uh, so athlete stunts the flow. You're a master of parkour. Once you get started, nothing stops you. After the first parkour movement-based athlete action in a scene, all others get plus two. Dodgy motherfucker. You can't be touched unless you want it. Anytime you use athlete to dodge an attack, take plus two. You know, a cat would probably appreciate that skill. Yep. Uh, run them ragged. When they start you up, you never stop. Anytime you best another character in a chase, whether you're trying to overcome or providing passive op opposition... You give them a situational exhausted condition. No walls, no masters. You can move freely through an additional zone per conflict exchange. Any rules to overcome obstacles between physical zones get plus two. A lot of good options there for our cat. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of things that are very usable. Mm -hmm. uh, let's check survivor and then we can make a decision. Uh, shake it off. Once per session, you can spend a fate point to shake off a mental consequence. You can reduce a moderate consequence to a mild one if you have a mild slot available, or you can remove a mild consequence entirely. Ignore the pain. You can ignore that which would hurt you. You can use survivor to defend against physical stress as well as mental. Numb. Monsters affect minds and hearts based on how... They expect a person's mind and heart to work. You're broken. Normally, that's a hindrance, but against monsters' mind and emotion-influencing abilities, you can defend with Survivor or take plus two if you could already use the Survivor. So, honestly, I'm not... A lot of these sound like mental Survivor things. Yeah. Which is, like, that makes sense for the context of the game, but, like, our definition of survival comes from Street Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of, uh, you know, a little bit different. I think I think if we were to pull stunts from the survivor aspect, we should make our own, which is a bit beyond the scope of this podcast. Yeah. So with that in mind, you want to take one from investigator and one from athlete? I think those would probably be our best bets, yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. Investigator. Think what was the one that we liked here? Debunker. debunker right? Yeah. All right. Then, um and then for athlete athlete has a lot of good ones mm -hmm. the flow would work but i i don't think it's quite as fun yeah uh, run them ragged cats don't have as much physical endurance as humans do mm -hmm. so i'm not sure about that one but no walls no master and dodgy motherfucker those both sound great yeah i really like dodgy motherfucker especially i'm sure no walls no masters is good but I, as someone who has not played this game, I don't know how much that would come up. Uh, you move freely through an additional zone per conflict exchange. 
Yeah, I don't know what those last like five words of that mean in the context of the game. Um, I'm guessing like it's kind of like how <clears throat> you know, like obviously this is I I I I say obviously I don't know maybe maybe our listener has never heard of a Fate game before. Maybe they skipped the Kaiju Incorporated episode and this is their introduction to Fate. Yeah, uh, but Fate is a very like. It's not one that you play with physical pieces and stuff necessarily, uh, aside from fate tokens. Like, it, you don't have a big board with a grid and stuff necessarily. But imagine for a moment you did. I think Conflict Zone, like, I, I could, I'd have to look this up to confirm, but I'm going to guess. In fact, I'm going to do that right now. But, like, I imagine, like, if, you, if you're familiar with uh, D&D or some of the more, like, crunchy, like, tabletop games that actually use like a, a grid on the tabletop or yeah. have the option to i think it's kind of like that like gotcha one space on on your board is a zone gotcha let's see chapter eight the flow uh i'll go over zone stress consequences how characters die you know all that shit cool let's find where it talks about zones Zones. In a complex conflict, especially one with numerous actors, you should consider breaking up the scene into zone. Zones are a conceptual space that separate characters and keep them from directly affecting each other. Usually this means physical space. So yeah, basically okay. exactly what I said. Yeah. I like Dodgy Motherfucker, I think, more than No Walls, No Masters. Even knowing exactly what it means, I like that one more too. Yeah. What's the name? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's a good name. It's got a cuss in it. You can't beat that. Yeah, true. We're in the middle of a word. We've picked two regular old skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's or stunts rather. You get two stunts of your choice. Make your own or pick from the list in chapter four. Okay. Kink stunt. If you choose a kink, you get the first kink stunt from the kink list for free. You can only take that one. This is the only way to have a kink stunt play start. So. Go see what Fooey's got. Okay, let's see. Fooey is up here. That's where's Fooey. Fooey is Fooey Cash. 58. All right. Hackers reference. Hackers do shit with computers. Hack the planet or some shit, right? But this stunt, so long as the edge hasn't already been established. So this is what we'd get, is the hackers reference. Okay. Or, wait, is it? Yeah, no, this is it. Where did they list three? But it says we only get the first one, so. Yeah. Hackers reference. I think that's how that works. I think so. Let me double check. You get the first kink stunt from the kink list for free. I think that it's weird because they didn't have specific. They didn't specifically say like this is the kink list. One second. I wonder if it's if the. If, I know that that's. I'm wondering if there's some somewhere else that it might be. That's what I'm thinking too. Well, if this is wrong, and one of the developers hears this episode, feel free to at me. I'll correct the character sheet and post. Okay, so I think we have it. But like you said, if not somebody that made this game at us, uh, and we'll... or like someone who just knows it better than me, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Like I said, I've wanted to like ma- run this game for since I've known about it, and I've known about it basically since it came out. But I've not had the chance, and because I haven't had the chance, I've had no reason to get to know the book any better than my initial read through, <laughs> which was I think three years ago. Oh wow! Well, if we're moving on from that. We are now at additional stunts, which says you can take up to five additional stunts at character creation for one refresh each. Refresh is 
One second. I need a refresher on what that means. It's a fate thing. I know it that. It sounds like level me. That is at a cursory glance, though. So. Refresh. Every character has a refresh trait, a number which determines starting fate points. This resets between play sessions. Characters start with a base refresh of five. You can spend refresh to buy additional stunts during character creation, but you cannot start with less than one refresh. So we don't have to do that. But it is good to know that we have five refresh points. So, like you said, we could buy up to four re- uh, four more stunts if we really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but do we do we want to? That's a good question. I feel like I always... These ones are kind of hard because I always kind of want to leave it up to people who play this game. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like we should leave that one alone. Specifically because... I, I feel like getting any more in-depth than this, you don't want a party that has too much overlap in skills. And if we choose all the skills for this character, that really limits what everyone else is allowed to pick. Yeah. So I say we leave we leave that alone. You just know that you have the opportunity to add four more stunts from any of the other playbooks in the, the list. Yep. Okay, and then is that it? That might be it. One moment. Let me get back up to the quick reference guide. Same. <laughs> so we are saying that we're part of the Fooey. We are a Fooey. Yes. I've listed that as our king. Oh, hey, what do you know? Right here. Final touches. Starting refresh. The default ra- rating is five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we. I didn't even need to go looking for that. I just didn't know what the word refe- refresh meant in the context of the game. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's the end of character creation. We have... We have decided basically everything. We should probably put down somewhere on the character sheet, I'm not sure exactly where, that we've chosen a kink. Yeah, that's right here, up at the top. Oh, you did? Never mind. Okay, cool. We're good. I think that's it then. Yeah. There are two aspects boxes here that... Uh, I don't think those are aspect boxes. Those are... I don't actually know what those are. Oh. Oh, yeah, because these moment. are the aspects going to... down here. Yeah, I'm going to look at the... Uh, Kaiju Incorporated character sheet real quick. Wait, did we do the two others? You get, what do you mean? You get two other character aspects to round out their identity. They're non-specific. Did we do those? I think so. Like, we... Yeah, we... Those are the bottom two, right? Bottom two. We have our high concept, our drama, our vision board, our day job. Which bottom two are you talking about? Wait a minute. You're right. We may have skipped that. I think we did. I am... Again, I'm just gonna pull up the Kaiju Incorporated character sheet. Our beloved Peter the Kaiju Reader, he's here somewhere. Um, he can help me figure out what all this means, hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe not. Scratch that. I have no idea what those two boxes mean, because they are not on the Fate Core character sheet. Mm. So they might just be... Like, if we're supposed to pick two more aspects... Let me get back over the book. Aspects. You get six aspects. High concept, drama, two others. You can get two more to round out their identity. They're non-specific. And we're supposed to look at page 77, which is, what's 77 plus 5? 82. 82, thank you. Types of aspects. The next two pages detail the types of aspects you can create in your Ihan games. Motif, character, location, situational, consequences, and boosts. Uh, motif aspects are constants. They're statements about the story you're telling. While the world of Ihan has some common threads, every Ihan story is different. Character aspects. This is probably uh, affixed to a single character and are used to help describe and personalize the character. So we've got some examples here. Life of the party, never truly broken, empathic to a fault, 
High functioning addict, black sheep, always on time, escapes into fantasy, adrenaline junkie, on borrowed time, doesn't get the joke, vegan, on the spectrum, crushing medical debt, anti-fascist, annoying little brother, insomniac, partner and kids, immigrant, safety's off, gives off sparks. Let's see, what would be a good aspect for a cat? Soft on the outside. Soft on the outside, I like that a lot. Because I feel like I feel like Beth is a hardened, you know, like Beth has been through some shit. Yeah. So soft, soft on the outside is very good. I feel like on the outside should be in parentheses. Gotcha. We have that. We need one more. What's some? Most of our cat's backstory is already covered in its aspects, including the one that we just threw on. So we just need to think of one other little detail about this cat. I think. There is one that they give in one of the examples. The location aspects definitely haunted. The, okay, but that's for... Oh, wait, these are... Like, we need to come up with a character aspect. So our cat could definitely be haunted. Like, personally. But yeah. Th- is our cat continually haunted by the spirit of the vengeful fish? I feel like that could be fun, but I, I don't. I don't think... I don't know. I feel like we need to come up with just some other random thing about this cat that's like, it fits with what we've got so far, but is not necessarily covered in the backstory. Maybe brave in the face of danger? That's kind of covered in the backstory. Yeah. But it's not. But also, it makes sense. Yeah. Because obviously, this cat, you know, Beth wants wants to do good or wanted to do good, got dealt a bad hand. Did she want to do good, or did she want to be the hero? I think she wanted to be the hero, more specifically. Alright, that gets us somewhere. That that gets us somewhere, because that gives us a little more of a character motivation outside of, you know, just paying the bills. Yeah, so like, wants to be a hero. Yeah, that might just be what, what it is. Okay, I like that, because that, that's something you can definitely play around with. Mm-hmm. Because that could, that could take on a lot of meetings in different situations. Yep. Okay. So now we're done with character creation, I think. Now we're done. <laughs> okay. So I don't think there's anything else necessarily that we need to talk about this episode. Wait, wait, wait. Is it? No. This is our second episode in May. So, okay. I guess if you, if you uh, missed the announcement before in the Glitter Hearts episode, then... Starting in June, we are doing a an entire summer filled with anime games. I am so excited for the anime summer, I'm not gonna lie. Every time we talk about it, like in DMs, I'm just I'm I'm hyped. Mm-hmm. It's great. We're we're starting to get guests lined up, we're starting to get a game list put together. It is shaping up to be an actual event y'all are gonna love listening in for an entire month and hearing about different anime stuff that we put cats through gosh we're gonna do a cat isekai i have two games that we could potentially do that are themed around isekai hell yeah dude love isekai one of them is an officially licensed konosuba game (laughs) i not to not to peek behind the curtain but i feel like we gotta do Maybe, but I re- like if we have to choose between it and this world summons too many heroes, it has to be this world summons too Ooh, many heroes. Yeah, 
yeah, a cat is the epitome of too many heroes. <laughs> like, why are we summoning the? Why are we summoning this? Who who, who authorized this one? <laughs> but here's the thing: Konosuba has a very similar has a very similar storyline. I don't know if you've watched that anime. I haven't. <laughs> it's got a very similar plot where, like, basically people who die young on Earth get reincarnated over there if they want to if they want to be and they get like one little boost you know typical isekai stuff yeah but like that means the entire world is filled with reincarnated earthlings (laughs) with just one random overpowered thing (laughs) i may have to give that one a shot but yes oh it's got it's got some uh sketchy moments to it not gonna lie but like Uh, it's entertaining Hideo Kojima really liked the movie. Interesting. What a choice. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not making that up. What a choice to honestly Hideo Kojima famous for Metal Gear Solid and Death Stranding. That's the one. God. Yeah. Well, now I got it. Now I got to look it up. <laughs> but yes, anime summer season coming to you. I don't look at the abbreviation on that. But I am excited for it. Don't look at the abbreviation on what? Anime Summer Season. What abbreviation? Oh! <laughs> okay. I'm like, am I using the right word here? Uh, yeah, I just, I had to think about it for a moment. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, yeah, that that's uh, coming up for the show. Austin, you got anything you need to tell our audience about? Just the same stuff I tell you guys all the time. Um, I... I'm streaming still. Um, as of this recording, close to hitting affiliate. So if you want to come in, you know, uh, chat, do some uh, some witty or not so witty banter uh, with your boy. Feel free to follow me twitch.tv slash Avalon Alchemist. But you can also get tweets for when I'm going live uh, on my Twitter. I have not been using my Tumblr. But that's because literally only one person follows me there. He is on this podcast, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll start posting more over there. Other than that, really not doing anything else. Uh, no, like big things in the work or anything like that. But Joel, what about yourself? You got anything coming up or anything current? Uh, I mean, other than I need to take that C plus plus for Unreal Engine course that I've been sitting on for three weeks. No, you can follow me on social media, I guess. Me personally, I am Danalo Lioge on Twitter and Tumblr. That's my name spelled backwards. You don't know how to spell that, though. That's okay. Just go to jholland.start.page. You'll find links to both sites and other sites. That's it about me. The show, though. The show also has a .start.page site. It's literalcatpod.start.page. You can go there and find a few different links to places to download the podcast. Most importantly, if you are listening to, if someone is showing you this on their computer or in the car, you know, like last week we ta- we called out Jim and Stanley on their way to the airport. Who should we call out this episode? Mark and Samantha, y'all, come on. Yeah, wait, which one's showing who the podcast? Uh, I feel like Samantha would be the one showing Mark the podcast. Mark. All right. You know you've been wanting to get into TTRPGs for a while. You're a big fan of cats. We we know it. This is we you made know. your character for you. Yeah, Mark. we made your character for you. You don't even gotta put in the work. 
You just got to download the character sheet. Yeah, just go to bit.ly slash literalcatpod, and you'll find a Dropbox filled with character sheets from every episode. Exactly. You know? What's, what's stopping you? Nothing's stopping him. That's what. Samantha, though, thank you, thank you for showing Mark. Uh, make sure he gets over to literalcatpod.start.page, and you make sure he clicks the button that will take him to a place where he can download the podcast himself. I know we've put out this call a couple times at this point. Nobody has sent in cat pictures to our email yet. That email is literalcatpod at gmail.com. People, we need your cat pictures to survive. We've had to, we've had to subsist off of pictures from the internet for almost a year now. Yeah, it's been tough. Maybe, you know, you send us a cat pic in. We could uh we could model one of our cats after after your cat, you know, if we need Oh, that good... will absolutely happen. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You send us a picture of your cat, he will appear on a character sheet. Absolutely. Like are you kidding me? You saw what we did with the Tales of Zadia book. Yeah, yeah. We're just running off of that right now. But your cat could be in an episode of how to make a literal cat in your favorite RPG. Or if you don't have a cat, but you have an idea for a cat that you think would be fun to see us cover, you can also email us suggestions like that. But most importantly, we do need pictures of cats. I cannot stress enough, this is a thing. We we literally will not survive forever without those. Please send us pictures of your cats. Please. We're dying. Really are. Uh, what's... Crap. What, what's her name? The... I will remember you. The <laughs> those old commercials. We're we're gonna have to put put the music on and ask for donations of your cat pics. We can't put that specific song on. Uh, I did do that like ten seconds of that song once as a joke on a YouTube video, and it did prevent me from ever monetizing that video. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well. So- we can't actually include the audio in the episode beyond that little bit that Austin sang. But in other news, like, Mark, you're you're here, you're at literalcatbot.start.page, you've clicked on the link to download the episodes to your computer, you've downloaded the character sheet for this character and any others that sound interesting to you, you've emailed us pictures of your cat, because we know you have a cat, I can see Austin googling cat puns on the other <laughs> screen right now. I gotta, I gotta look up to see if there's any really bad ones. That, that's fine. That's also not relevant to you right now, Mark, because this happened forever ago. But you're listening to this now. So, what else can you do while you are there at literalcatpod.start.page? You can follow the show on Twitter and Tumblr. There's links to them there, but if you don't want to go through this page for some reason, then you could just look up Literal Cat Pod on Twitter, Tumblr, Heck, I think it'll get you where you want to go on YouTube. Although you'll also be able to find that by searching Literal Cat Podcast on YouTube, because that's that's the name of the channel. But anyway, let's see. So we got the YouTube. Oh yeah, rate and review us. You can yeah. do that on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, uh, apparently Spotify. I've literally never seen reviews on Spotify, but according to Austin, you can do it. So It said you can, but you also have to listen to, like, I think like, at least two episodes first. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, but obviously, anyway. after you listen to this one, you're definitely going to want to, you know, go listen to more. Exactly. That's not even a question. Yeah. No, no doubt in my mind, you have already downloaded 
like 10 past episodes. But anyway, I think that's it. Uh, so, Mar Samantha, thank you for introducing Mark to the podcast. Mark, you have to subscribe to the podcast now. It's the law. That's true. Yeah, uh, legally. If you don't, then we'll sue you. We won't sue you. We don't have the resources to do that. Yeah, we don't. We, we don't have uh, the really want to do that. <laughs> but you never know, because Beth's... Beth is a paralegal, and she could file a suit. She could file a suit. Actually, I don't know if paralegals have the authority to file. They don't, but okay. she works for a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, close enough. He could file a suit. Uh, I think we've gone on long enough. You should totally give us a cat pun now. Okay. I had a couple, and then it, it's, it sucks because my brain is like, ah, it's time. Time to forget <laughs> literally everything that you were planning on saying. Happens to the best of us. But you know, this I feel like this episode went well. And I feel like the next ones will too. And I hope your day's going positively perfect. So, till next time.